Cherie. <laughs> we'll get into that at the end. It means something. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm good. Thank you for coming on. I know it's a little later for you because you're on the East Coast, so I appreciate you taking the time. Oh, thank you. It's an honor to be here and to share. Well, you are, I hate to say my client because you're so much more than that. You're one of my best friends. And um, every time I, I think about getting rid of social media because I have those days where I'm like, why do I do this? It's so toxic. I think of, of honestly like you and our relationship and think this would have never happened for Instagram. And I, and I think you never know who you're going to meet what who you're going to impact who's going to impact you so i keep it on the hard days but we met on instagram and um and you reached out and i started to train you over facetime before that was a thing um before covid now that's like all i do so we were ahead of the game but um it's so crazy to think that i've been you know we've been training together for like almost three years i think like since two yeah three years this month Oh my gosh. And we've never it flew by and it flew by. Um, and you have become one of my best friends. Everyone needs a Sheree in their life. You're, <laughs> you're so inspiring and I love your story. And I've learned so much from you over these three years and you've seen me through a ton of personal stuff and, and, um, I just don't know what I would do without you. And I'm glad that you, uh, we're able to come on because I think that you can inspire so many women um, and you're starting this whole new journey in your life and I want to talk about that too um, but I would just love to hear kind of your a little bit of your your background on um, how you got to where you are to today and I know there's a lot that we want to talk about as far as just um, you know especially with women like self-confidence and self-love and not really just going with what society tells us to be, which in my opinion is small, kind of keep it tiny and quiet. Um, you know, success is being married with kids and having a job where you make a certain amount of money and, um, you know, and, and I really love that you kind of, I'll let you tell your story, but kind of went down that path for a bit and then realized that it wasn't really, you weren't really being true to who you were and you knew you had more to offer the world and you completely changed paths. And so um, that's why I'm excited to have you on to talk about it. So I'll let you kind of start and, um, and just like tell your story, a little bit of your background. Sure. So um, I'm an East coast girl. I'm from Massachusetts and um I like to say I had an ordinary life, nothing crazy, um, two loving parents, two younger siblings, um, you know, going through life, doing what we're supposed to do, what society kind of tells us to do. And at each kind of milestone in your life, you're supposed to be married by a certain age, you're supposed to have children by a certain age. Um, be at a certain point in your career, have so much money in your 401k, the list goes on and on. Um, and I was just following kind of those guidelines and those rules and not really questioning why. Um, I flew under the radar. Uh, I had a successful, I still have a successful HR career, but um, 
I was just under the radar. I didn't want to make a splash. I didn't, I wanted everyone to like me. I was, you know, people pleasing. Um, and just not really just going through the motions of life. And I was around 46 and looking at turning 50 now I'm over the halfway point to 50 thinking about what does that look like? I have the list of all the things that I'm going to become according to the societal parameters that are placed on women. And I'm thinking that, that no, that's not me. And coincidentally, I had a conversation with a friend and we're talking about my job and she said, Oh, wow, you, you get to attend board meetings. I'd love to go to board meetings and um, I want a VP title someday. Oh, you must be so happy. And the conversation was flowing. And after I hung up the phone, it was like a ton of bricks landed on me. She thinks I'm happy because I'm, someone's labeled me a VP and I'm attending board meetings. And then that's like, the conversation and I think you know we can all think of a conversation that we've had in our lifetime where it's life-changing and you had no idea that that's what it was going to be this was just a catch-up call with a friend and it literally changed my life because I started asking myself are you happy doing this every day for the rest of your life and the answer I got was no I'm grateful for my career. I'm grateful for the income it provided, but happy. Mm -mm. And that was when I made the shift um, and everything changed after that. Yeah. So what was your, what did you do first? Like in, in that moment when you realized like I've, you know, I, I don't know if you were, <laughs> sorry, were you married at the time to your, to your first husband yes. that happened? Okay. So, so you were married to, to your, to your first husband, you have two kids and, um, yes. and you have your, you know, your career going and you, it just hits you. Like, I'm not happy. What was the first step you took or what, what did you realize you needed to do to make yourself happy? I had to invest in myself. I had to make myself a priority. Um, being a mom, being a wife, being an employee, um, you're taught to always give externally, right? Give everything you got to your career, your family, your children. And at the end of the day, there's really nothing left to give to yourself. Um, so I started making myself a priority. I started investing. I started going to take classes go to yoga class, um, physically invest in myself, um, do healing work on the inside. Um, I just started reaching out to all kinds of healers and trying to find my place in that world because I know that's where I am meant to be. I want to help and how do I do that? Where do I start? Where do I begin? Begin with healing myself first. Yeah. You have this, um, this quote on your, on your website that I love. And it says self-love, self-respect, 
self-worth, there is a reason that they all start with self. You cannot find them in anyone else. And it really made me think, you know, I watched my little niece, uh, who's almost four, and she watches all these old Disney movies and I, that I watched, you know, and growing up, she was a, she's a lot like I was, where she'll talk about finding her Prince Charming. And she'll say, I'm, I want to, I want a husband. I want to get married. And she's only four, you know, not even. And, um, it just, it clicked. Like, you know, I was really, I have been in the past really hard on myself because from my niece's age, we're taught that someone else will come make us whole. You know, somebody that we're going to find, like, our, our our Prince Charming, we're not whole until we find that person. And, um, and so, therefore, like, your life hasn't really started. You aren't really complete. Um, and, and, you know, and therefore you can't be happy and, and successful um, in a lot of different, different things. And so I try to tell her, you know, not everybody gets gets married. That's okay. You you don't need mm-hmm. a prince charming. You don't need a boy in your life. Um, if you want one, that's great. And you know what? You girls love girls and boys love boys. And I try to explain to her that it's not just what you see in these Disney movies. And I had the same exact experience growing up. And um, what I love about you is the work you're doing. It. It, it's kind of having, it's having women think outside of the box and realize that just because society tells us that we have to take these steps, it, do, it doesn't mean happiness. It doesn't mean success mm-hmm. for, for everybody. Everyone has a different version of what, uh, or vision of what success and happiness is to them. Um, so anyway, I just, I, I love that. I went off a little bit, but um but I do love but that. But that's true. That's conditioning and um, societal parameters that are put on us. Um, success, you determine what success looks like for you. Uh, we're taught that success is defined outside of ourselves. Um, and that's just simply not true. We determine what our success looks like by our rules. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Definitely. And then you went off, you realized, you know, I did things society's way. I'm not happy. You went off and started to, you know, find out who you were and do all this healing, healing work. Um, So what did you kind of, how did you go about it when you started finding, because I feel like when you're married and you're, and you're settled in your career and then you start to find, like you start to do your self work on yourself you're not the same as you shouldn't, you shouldn't be because you have done all this work and you realize who you are and what you want. And it might be different from what you have. So how do you go about, cause I know a lot of women that aren't happy in their marriages and they're not happy with their career and they're there's, they feel so stuck or this pressure to stay in something that doesn't make them happy. So how did you kind of navigate that next chapter of your life? So when you start to do the work on the inside, when you start loving yourself unconditionally, 
you're not finding your worth, your value, or love in somebody else. You're finding it within yourself. The, the answers are, are just there. You're, you, they, just, they just are. When you love yourself unconditionally, when you can look at yourself in the mirror and say, I love you, right? You, I love you. You may have gray hairs. You may have put on 10 pounds. You may have wrinkles. Who cares? I, I still love you. And I think as women, we're always comparing ourselves to something outside of us. Someone you see on a post or TV or a magazine, um, it doesn't matter. It does, it, all of these things that we're taught matter don't. Like You need to be, love yourself. You need to want all the good things for yourself. It's not um, the limiting beliefs that you can only have certain things and you can only be successful if you follow these steps. Mm -hmm. It's your life to live. Like you live it how you want to. It's not up for anyone else to decide how you live your life. I spent a lot of my life living in those walls and those parameters. And when you start healing, you start seeing that, you know what? I am worthy. I was born worthy. We were all born worthy. We don't have to live in those walls any longer. It, it's, it's a choice. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and it's crazy to think that, I mean, I know you've told me before that who you were in that chapter of your life and who you are in this chapter of your life are like two completely different people. You didn't feel like you could really speak up and you kind of went with whatever someone else wanted to do. And now you have like found your voice and you have opinions and and you're not afraid to to share them or stick up for yourself. And um, that just shows that when you really do the self-work uh, on yourself and you find out who you are, this confidence that you didn't even know you had inside you kind of comes out and so much can happen for you. Um, so I think that's so important as women. And I, I also see a lot of women kind of uh, putting other women down a lot on social media and I and I and it happens to me too sometimes and I feel like a lot of it from what I see are hurt women that kind of are a little like I don't want to say jealous but like you know they're they're just kind of ugh, like they're not happy with themselves and they see someone else that's out there you know, being confident or, you know, living a life that maybe they, you know, wish they had the courage to live. And then I think they, you know, are, are mean to each other. And I, I wish that more women would support other women. I think we're getting there, but I think there's still a lot of, um, of this like negative talk towards women. And I was listening to a podcast today with, uh, Kim Kardashian on it was a guest and it's interesting because I've even found myself talking down about her, but really, um, she just, I don't know her well. I've met her a, a few times, but she just, she's done so much good 
but we focus on what the media like puts out there of her, which is not anywhere close to all the good things that she's done to try to get, you know, people out of prison that shouldn't be, be in there trying to save people that are on death row that shouldn't be there. And she does all this good and all this charity work, but we hear about like the dumbest stuff with her and we just assume that she's a certain way or whatever. And that, that happens every day with ordinary people all the time. Um, so the work that you're doing to help women, um, I think that it just will help then, then every woman that you touch will touch somebody else. And, and I think it's going to make a huge impact, you know? Right. Because we're not taught to like all rise together. Mm -hmm. It's like, you know, you Clarin to get to the top is kind of how you raise that's kind of what's you know your limiting beliefs like we can all rise together we can all um, support each other we don't have to tear each other down but that's coming from something within them right if you feel compelled to tear someone else down something inside you right you need to work do the work on the inside um, and you know I, I often talk to talk with clients, you know, who do you surround yourself with? You know, do you get together and you're all talking about all the things that have gone wrong and, you know, pick apart other women? Or do you get together and talk about all the great things that are going on? Um, you know, all the successes, all the wonderful things in life. Like if you had a walk in nature and you saw an eagle, like, I, I'm going to be talking about that. Um, I'm not going to be talking about someone not picking up their dog poop on the side of the road. Like, you, you know, you want to spread positive messages, positive vibes. Um, and your aura, your energy field extends beyond you. Uh, so even what's going on in your mind and your body, what you embody is coming out through your energetic field. So people's energy is reading the other. So you already know you walk in, have you ever walked into a room and you're like, oh, I think these two are just arguing, right? The energy's yeah. connecting and in, in interpreting. It's like an antenna. Yes. Um, I noticed that all, I'm very um, sensitive to energy. So even if I'm, even if I'm just standing next to somebody and their energy is off to me, I get like an overwhelming feeling of like, I get like, I cringe almost like it. I don't like their energy and they say nothing to me. They don't even look at me. I just go, I don't know what it is about this person. Like I have to get away from them. And then I have people that I don't even know. And I just, I just feel like, they have great energy, something about them. Um, and what's interesting is I've noticed that, that like, especially at the gym, when I worked at Equinox, like I would um, kind of feel someone's energy that I, that I connected to not knowing who they were, just, you know, seeing them. And eventually all of the people that I have initially liked their energy somehow make their way into my life. Mm -hmm. Very interesting you know? Um, so there is something to that, I think, to energy. 
sure. Right. You're going to attract what you're putting out. Um, those are the vibes that you're going to put out. That's what you're going to get back. Um, in the, in the, you know, the other piece is you're also like be, it gets into your energy field and it's going out and that's what you're attracting, but doing the work on the inside, um, you know, for example, if, if you are doing a diet, right. And you say, I'm going to do a diet for 12 weeks. That's kind of a, a decision in your mind and it's external. If you don't bring that in and embody the life of a healthy person, like I'm going to be healthy, you're going to yo-yo diet because you're not embodying that. You're, it's still outside of you. And, a, and when you bring that energy in and you say, I'm going to embody a healthy lifestyle, I, I'm going to own it with my mind, body, and soul, then that's when shifts happen and that's when change happens and you're no longer dieting, it's just your lifestyle. Yeah. That's amazing. So, so you've, so you did the self back to, to your life. You did the, all the self, you know, work on yourself. You discovered that you weren't super happy. You got out of that marriage. You found your husband you have now, you have an amazing relationship with. Uh, And you've decided that you are going to this, this dream job that everyone says you're so lucky to have, which, you know, you, it's, it's been great for you, but you've decided you want to start something else to help people. And so um, do you want to talk about your new chapter and what you're going to be doing? Yeah. Um, so I'm super um, excited and passionate about um, my business. Um, Oshiree, we, um, so I'm working with women, coaching women, mentoring, guiding, all the titles, um, back to unconditional self-love and confidence. Um, so it's, a, it's, a, um, it's really exciting. I'm starting a group, group program in September, um, and it's on pre-sale now for um, diving deep into mind, body, and soul. Um, it's, it's amazing. And I haven't seen anything out there on the market like it. So I'm really excited, um, to share all of that. Um, and some of the ladies that I've been coaching, um, amazing changes, like they walk into the room and you can see the change in their, you know, their aura, their energy. When you really love yourself unconditionally, confidence isn't even like, you don't even need it to be in your vocabulary because you just are, um, you know, being in, in corporate America for 20 plus years in human resources, I'd often hear managers say, well, I empowered Sue to do, do this or that, but you know, she doesn't, she's not doing it. She's not owning it. And, um, that's another word that's thrown around a lot, empowerment. And through my own self-discovery, empowerment comes from within. It's not something that I can put on a plate and say, here, Morgan, I empower you. If you don't feel empowered, then my words saying you're empowered doesn't mean you are. Um, and that's a lot of, um, I've been hearing a lot of 
empowerment talk and it's it's an inside job it comes from within you you empower you nobody can empower you and um loving yourself unconditionally people can show you love they can say i love you but we all know when you don't feel loved inside right and you're seeking it externally you need to love yourself unconditionally and then you show up and you just love everything unconditionally right no judgment right and i do personally i've done a lot of work on myself and i i see a hypnotherapist who i love i i find that that self-love is definitely at least for me a continuous process like it's like never ending you know i i have ebbs and flows i have moments where or like really like seasons where I am very confident. I know my worth. I know what I want. I see everything so clearly. I know that I put out this confidence. I know that I put out this energy that I love in that moment. And then I also like will all of a sudden go backward and maybe something will happen to me that triggers something from my mm -hmm. past or like something like recently happened um in my last therapy session i i told her what happened and and she uh and, and it really put me back into this like i don't really know if i'm confident at this time i don't really know if i love myself truly like it just it and it really like messed with me and she said you know she she put it so so great she said if she said you you know when you go on a date with somebody like a first date or a second date and it went really well and you almost like get butterflies and you're just so excited. You have this excitement about this new possibility of this new relationship. And I said, yes. And she said, I want you to, you know, envision that. I want you to really take in what that feels like when you're excited about someone new. I need you to feel that way about yourself every day you wake up. Yes. You feel that exactly. way about yourself. Are you excited about who you are? Are you excited to be in love with yourself? And I'm like, no, I'm not there right now. I'm not there. And she's like, then I suggest you get off like any dating app you're on. I need you to just take a break. And I need you to really find that again in you because I've seen you have it. And then you lose it. And it's just an ongoing process of, of self-love because so much happens to you and I also see a, a, a holistic doctor and and he at the same time like that same day I think I saw both of them and and he did his work on me and he said okay something's happened to you that and I didn't even tell him anything and he said it is it has triggered something from your past mm -hmm. and we need to remove that person from your life and we need to to you know like address the situation and you need to just um you know get it get it done with and so we did that energy work and and it's just an ongoing thing and i think it's so important to to do that because so many people go through life not meditating not having you know getting therapy not getting help and there's so much that happens to you day to day in your life um that i think 
people don't address. And then before you know it, you're depressed or you're unhappy or something's going on, you know, and you just keep ignoring it, ignoring it, ignoring it. But your life could be so much brighter and better if you address those things and work on yourself and and have the co therefore you'll have the confidence in who you are to be able to do these things that you've always dreamed of doing whatever that is for you to bring yourself happiness but it does it all starts within and i don't know if you know a lot of the average you know the average person really gets an opportunity to to experience that yeah, I, I like to say there's no finish line, right? Like you, you say, oh, I, you know, I did this inner child work or I did this shadow work. I'm good. Yeah. There's always going to be things in life that happen. So it, you dig deeper, right? right? And you see what, what hasn't healed. Um, one little thing that I'll share that happened with, to me as um, – I, I guess I must have been about tw 10 or 12. I was raised Catholic and I was doing first communion and, um, you know, I'm there with all my girlfriends and we're getting in line and going up to, you know, receive communion. And I had my hands the wrong way and I didn't realize, and I'm just up there and I'm here with the priest, putting my hand out and he stopped everything and he unleashed on me. He screamed in front of the whole church. Now, I'm a young girl, 10, 12, and I was horrified. Um, and he demonstrated, you know, in front of the entire church, we had a big old church, and how to put my hands correctly. And then he sent me on my way. And that, like, you could say it's a... Um, little trauma or little blip on the radar like that is was in me that um I mean I'm talking about it today right mm -hmm. so that's something that um impacted how I show up in the world um am I a people pleaser am I do I lack confidence do I lack self-worth um and so I took that on as something wrong with me I had my hands in the wrong place um but he also just came out of his vow of silence so he was like just ready to have some you know be talking um and it really wasn't about me right. but I took that on as my identity and always stay was staying under the radar I'm not going to go over because I'm not going to have somebody hollering at me and that that has lived with me my entire life until I started digging deep. And we all have a lot of those, I guess, in, in the coaching world, they call them little trauma, big trauma, little trauma. We all have little things like that embarrassing moments or scary things that have happened that we move on, we don't dwell on it, we don't even really think about it consciously, but it lives inside of us. Oh, yeah, it does. And keeps you small. Oh, my gosh, I know. And then, and it it's a lot of things like subconsciously that you take in. And I don't, I never realized until I started seeing my holistic doctor and he will pinpoint things and, and he'll, he's like, so I think he's psychic. He says he's intuitive, but whatever, he's got a gift and he will call out certain things that I have completely forgot about. 
mm-hmm. and he'll go, you know, think, think hard. And I'm like, oh, I didn't know that affected me, you know, and it, and it did. And, um, and, oh, I was going to speak on something like little things like that, that, like the experience that you had. Um, yes, it like, it, oh, that's what I was going to say is it reminds me of uh, a book that we read called The Four Agreements. Four Agreements. Yes. And yes. It's so, the the main takeaway for me on that book was to not take things personally because it's not about you. It's about that person. And, and it's so true. And when I really stopped to think about it, like things, little traumas that I've had in my past with my parents or an ex-boyfriend or whatever, when I really stop and think about it um, and remove the personal thing, like remove and, and just look at it as an outsider, I'm, I see so clearly that it wasn't about me. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I've had um, moments where someone in my life that's, that I'm very close to would say, you're such an idiot. You're so stupid. You're not going to amount to anything in life. You're just going to be stuck in this town forever. Like the rest of us, like, like certain things like that. And, um, I really took it personally and I started to believe that. And I started to believe Mm -hmm. that I was unlovable and, and because that's what I was told. Um, but it wasn't until later that, I realized that it was that person believing those things about them and they were just, you know, uh, projecting and eventually Mm -hmm. I got an apology and they admitted like, this was not about you. This was about me. But because of that, similar to you and your experience with the priest, I embodied that. And that was my identity for a very long Mm -hmm. time, um, which in return attracted people in my life that weren't good for me because that's what I believed subconsciously that I deserved. Um, so the good thing is you do this work on yourself just like you did and you find this amazing husband and, and you've done this like whole journey yourself and you're so happy with everyone in your life that you're surrounding yourself with. And, um, and you know, it's, it's so great to see. And I feel like I'm getting there Um, and now I've gotten to a point where I can see very quickly if this Mm -hmm. is like the old person that I'm attracting that I don't need in my life or if it's a new, and I'm getting really good at like (laughs) cutting off those relationships early on that I know aren't good for me. Um, and I'm starting to attract good, good people into my life, but it's an ongoing like you said, process, it's never ending. It's just a lot of work. Well, that's how I found you, quite honestly. I mean, I could, uh, we're a three hour time difference, like the odds of both of us, like that really working out um, was like, uh, okay, but I could go down the street and get a personal trainer, right? If that's what I was just looking for a trainer, I invite people into my world that they're like energies, right? So I, I'm so fine tuned with that. But even with clients, like, my, I'm not here to impact or inspire everyone. There's other people out there that work with those energies, I, I bring into my world, the energies like energies, right? And that's who I attract. I don't attract people with 
an energy that doesn't vibe with me. I, I just don't. Um, and that's exactly what you're speaking to now that you've done the work and you're starting to attract the right people into your world. Well, and another thing that's interesting about that is that recently um, I feel like with all the work that I've done since meeting this hypnotherapist uh, during COVID is that people and clients that have been in my life for eight or nine years, I met them when I was at a different energy and now we're not working out so well. Like, I feel like breakups are coming up. Like, like <laughs> it's like, you know, like, it's like we, we, it's like, you know, clients are like relationships. It's like a, you know, it's like a marriage and we're like, you know, I don't really want to be in this marriage anymore you know, it's been nine years, we're different people now. And we're kind of getting to the point where it, you know, it's I know relationships are ending, which is really hard. At the same time, it's become toxic, because the energy of who we were when we got together um, is not the energy that we are now. And so I'm seeing, but I have to try and you know, I could easily panic, because these are clients that I've had for a very long time, um, relationships that I've had for a long time, but, but it no longer serves anybody. And, um, mm -hmm. and I have to trust the process that I'm not that person anymore. And I am going to make room for new energy, new people that I'm going to vibe with better and it's going to be healthier. And it's just interesting how it's, it happens in work, it happens in personal life. And um, it's, it's very, uh, I think we get so attached to things and people that it's easy to fight. And I've done that in past relationships where I'm like, no, I don't want this to end. And I hold on so tight. Um, but later realize like, oh, thank God, I that didn't work out. Why did I fight so hard? And so as you go through these changes, and, and you become this um, better version of yourself. I've, I've realized to just, okay, it didn't, it's not working out. It's okay. Like, let it go. It's energy. Let it go. Something else will come up, um, with like clients, money, relationships, like anything. I'm just like, okay, let it come, let it leave. It would be easy to panic, but it always works out. So why am I going to panic? It's out of my control, you know? Um, but I think that we try to, you know, just control everything. That's just our, our nature. Yep. And it's, um, you're making space for the, the, the right people for you. Mm -hmm. um, you can't, you can't train everybody, no. right? Not everybody's your ideal client. Um, so you're making space for new clients. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's just interesting. This, this, I feel like a lot is happening right now in the world and um, you know, it's, it's just an interesting time. I think it's just a time for change. I, I think everyone's going through some sort of big change right now. I don't know what it is, but, um, but it's just interesting to see, but I, I enjoy it <laughs> though. I used to, to dread change and, um, and now I kind of look forward to it because I realize as much as you try to fight it, 
it always ends up working out and better mm -hmm. than you thought it would. Even if you think it's going to be the most awful thing that's ever happened, it's always a good thing. So I just, I try to go with it. Um, yeah, it's always this or better, right? Yeah. So it's fabulous now. So it's always going to be fabulous or better than fabulous. Right, right. Yes. Well, I love the work that you're doing. Um, I... I did. I'm, I I love. I love looking at your website. It looks so great, and your Instagram looks so great. And I'm so proud of you for everything that you're doing. Um, Thank you. Yeah. I. What advice um, do you have for women that do feel kind of stuck, um, whether that be in their career, in like a, a marriage they're not happy in, or um, just in their lifestyle in general with their, their health or, um, you know, whatever it is. And they're kind of just stuck. Like, what do you, um, what advice do you have for those, those women to help like their first step in order to start changing, to be happy? Um, I would say the first step is invest in a coach, um, Find, um, if you're into Reiki, if you're into meditation, um, yoga, you don't have to necessarily um, invest in a coach. If you're not there yet, invest in yourself, right? Get out of, get out of your comfort zone. Take a yoga class if you've never taken yoga. Um, try a meditation. Try five minutes, Um I, I am a huge fan of meditation. All of my clients, we do meditation. We don't do an hour meditation, but it's incorporated into our work. Um, a lot comes through when you quiet your mind. A lot of everything you need to know is within you. And the, I'm not just saying that. That's like, I've lived that. I know that. I didn't find answers outside of myself. I found them inside myself. Um, so you, you quiet the mind and listen um, for guidance. Ask for guidance. Um, but if you're ready for that next step and you're looking to find a coach, find somebody that you resonate with, right? Because there's lots of coaches out there. Um, find the person that you connect with that you, like you and I, like I said, I could have a trainer anywhere, right? I have a connection with you and because I have a connection, we connect, I get results, right? Um, I've had trainers in the past where I, I had no results, but I was personal training all the time, yeah. right? There has to be that connection. And when you have it, like, it's amazing. Yeah. Like my body's transformed working with you um because we connect thank you yes we do it's crazy like some people i feel like i've known forever and we've never met in person yet you're one of my best friends and we we just connect and it's one of those situations where and my friend steve and i say the same thing we're like i swear we've known each other from a past life or something but <laughs> we were like, it's just, you know, you vibe with somebody and you think there's no way I haven't met you before. You know, it's just one of those things. It's very, very cool. Um, and I love everything you said. And I agree 100%. And I, I am someone who would obsess about 
certain things and still struggle with it sometimes, but I'm so much better at now where I would search for everybody's answers. Like, what do I do? What do I do? What do I do? And, and nothing anyone ever told me I liked. And it wasn't until I found meditation and I've gone through, you know, guided meditations with, um, with my hypnotherapist where I have gotten all the answers I was looking for. And people mm -hmm. tell me all the time when I say meditate, they say, Oh, I can't, I can't like I say five minutes. I can't, I, I hate meditation. I can't um, just sit there. I said, then you need it the most. You need it the most. Right. If you sit there for five minutes and just try not to think you need it more than anybody. And, uh, and I really encourage people to start, you know, trying meditation as hard as it is. I know it's tough. I personally do better in a class actually going to meditation um, or doing it with my, my hypnotherapist because it is tough. I've been better about doing it um, before bed. I love, I wish I could do it in the morning, but I'm just in such a rush with, you know, going to clients at 5 a.m. But, but it's so helpful and you get so many answers and you're right, you can't find these answers in other people or outside. Like, you have to really search within, and they're all there. You know, I see things so clearly when I'm in a meditation, and she says, you know, like, take this path to the left. This is this direction. Take this path to, path to the right. And I'm, like, when I'm trying to figure out a decision I need to make, and I'm like, oh, it's so clear. Like, why didn't I see this mm -hmm. before, you know? But it's just quieting the mind. You can find, you know, so much of your answers um, just sitting by yourself, like really, you know, tuning in. And, you know, you made a good point, like seeking answers from everybody around you. What I found was, well, I would ask, you know, what do you think I should do? What do you think I should do? At the end of the day, like 99% of the time, I did what I originally wanted to do anyway. It was like I was looking for justification. Yeah. Like if all these people agree with me, it must be the right decision. Uh -huh. um, you don't need everybody to agree with you. You already know. <laughs> no. Yes. I, people hate it. Like, I, people would get to the point in my life where they're like, I don't know why you're asking me because you never follow anyone's advice. You do what you want to do anyway. I'm like, that's a hundred percent true. I just, I'm looking <laughs> at people to go, I know this isn't a good decision, but I'm going to do it. Is everyone on board? And everybody says no. And I'm like, great, I'm going to do it anyway. Like that's just exactly <laughs> that's how I am. It's uh, the sag in me, I guess. I don't know. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that's another thing that you're learning that I'm super excited about is you're learning birth charts and how to read that. And I think that that is so from what I've heard, so helpful in finding out like who you are and what you're about and getting those answers. And I find it so fascinating and there's so much to it. And I can't wait for you to, you're taking these like classes and um, it's all very confusing to me. So I can't wait for you, for you to read my birth chart. <laughs> it, it, is, it is to me still, I'm, I completed level one. Um, but I've always been interested in astrology and I, I just always thought there must be more to this. And like our birth sign is this much of the puzzle. There's a whole chart. <laughs> and, um, you know, 
generally speaking, we only talk about our sign. We say, oh, yeah, I'm an Aquarius. Oh, yeah, that sounds just like me. And that's such a really like a tiny piece of the pie. And there's, um, it's like your blueprint. It really is when you dig into it. Um, so I'm really excited to uh, continue down that path and then be able to share that with my clients. Um, and I, and I'm, I've dabbled in human design, which is another whole thing, but it's, it's another type of blueprint. So, yeah. That's amazing. I love it. I'm so into it. I can't wait to, to just, <laughs> you know, hear your stories of how you are helping women. And I know you're just getting started with this new business. And so I want to have you on like six months from now and like hear how you've like in, impacted and people and hopefully have your own podcast and you can have some of your clients on to talk about their experiences because I know that this is what you were meant to do. You feel so strongly that you are meant to be a leader and you're meant to help other women. And what's interesting is I know that women are drawn to you and come to you for advice and come to you for things. It's like, this is your calling and, and you couldn't run from it. You couldn't escape from it. And so I admire you for not settling for what society tells women that they are supposed to do and, and be, you said, no, I, you know, you made it to VP and making a certain amount and having like, you know, that's just everything that people say you're supposed to have. And you decided eh, not for me. And you've gone this whole other direction and this is the healthiest you've been physically and mentally and emotionally and, and everything. And so it just shows that, this is the path for, for you. And, um, and so I just, I encourage a lot of, you know, ever, all the women out there to not just settle. And if you have a feeling you're meant to do something, that's your body telling you something and, it, and, Absolutely. and you've got to just like, you got to do it because we've only got, as far as we know, one shot at this. And, um, <laughs> and it's, it, you know, I think it's important to, to listen to yourself and and if you feel strongly about something even if it's scary or uncomfortable um just follow your intuition and and do what you need to do to make yourself happy and not worry about what other other people think or what society tells you and um yeah and so i i admire you a lot for doing all of that yeah and i wouldn't i wouldn't be making that shift if i didn't do the work on myself first. Mm -hmm. um, and that's why I'm so passionate about helping other women, because I did the work on me first. So I know the impact it can have, and how you can shift your life in and live your dreams. Mm -hmm. Like my I want to impact as many people as possible. I want to inspire women um, to live the life they want to live. Mm -hmm. Right? It's everyone's got their own life to live. And we live so much in these parameters of other people's expectations. No, not everyone's going to like you. You know, my, when I told my mom, this is what I'm doing. She's like, oh, you're leaving your job. You're, you're giving up your salary. I'm like, mom, yes, I'm going to rock it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. This is what I'm meant to do. <laughs> yes. And I truly believe that um, 
first of all, we all know that money doesn't buy happiness, but it does buy some sort of security and, and there is something to being able to pay your bills and not stress about money, but it doesn't buy happiness. I also think that if you do follow what you're meant to do and you, you listen to yourself and you, and you trust yourself and you do what you're passionate about, there's no way the money's not coming with it. You know, I don't, exactly. I don't think you go off and you're an artist, but you're poor. You know, I think that you, you are an artist and if it's what you're meant to do and you're true to yourself, the money comes with it, you know, because that's what you're exactly. meant to do. I don't think God would give you this talent or this calling and then say, okay, you're meant to do this, but you're also meant to be broke. I don't think that's how it, how it goes. And so I think that with, I mean, I went through the same thing as a trainer. My mom said, you're going to be poor your whole life. Like, what are you doing? You know, you're going to make nothing. And, and, uh, I just didn't believe that. And I said, no, I'm going to go to LA and I'm going to kill it. Um, and you know, I'm doing, I'm doing okay. So I, I just don't believe that that's, that's true. And so, um, I know a lot of people worry about that when it comes to, you know, especially like artistic people, they think, oh, but I, I have this job and I'm making this money and it's security and how can I leave that? And I just think you got to trust yourself and, and believe in yourself and you'll be fine. You're just fine. Exactly. Believing it, right? Embodying that, like taking that all in and just moving forward and knowing, mm -hmm. just knowing, not questioning it, just knowing this is where I'm supposed to be. This is what I'm supposed to be doing. Um, and this is who I am. And it, it, you're right. It just, the money just comes in. It just does because you're just doing what you're meant to do. Right. I fully believe that. Oh, I've loved talking to you. Thank you so much for coming on. I always love our conversation. <laughs> Me too. Me too. I feel like we should record them all the time because we got some good stuff. Maybe that'll be my future podcast. <laughs> we, just, we need a reality show. We just talk. Yeah. Um, well, thank you so much, Cherie. And I hope to have you on again one day and talk about how things are going with this new chapter in your life and all the lives that you touch. I'm very excited to see where this goes. Yeah, maybe we'll do a live birth chart reading. Yes. I, oh my gosh. Yes. I love that. <laughs> uh, definitely. Uh, where can people find you on your website and your social media? So I, my social media is Instagram. That's where I hang out. Um, it's at Sheree Nicosi. Um, on Instagram. So if you want to give me a follow over there, if I've inspired you and you like um, what you hear, follow me on Instagram. Um, and then I do have, as I mentioned earlier, my group coaching um, starting in September. I'm super excited about this. It's going to be amazing. Um, so I have early bird enrollment on that starting now. So if anybody's interested, um, have questions, just want to chat, um, reach out, uh, send me a DM on Instagram or um, fill out the contact form on my website. Um, I'm happy to answer any questions you have. Um, don't hesitate to reach out. And even if it's not the right time for you, I'm still happy to answer your questions. Um, yeah, so that's where I can be found. I love that. Well, thank you so much. And um, 
we will check in soon. I, we definitely need to do like a live uh, birth chart reading. Yes. That's next. <laughs> All right. Well, take care. I love you. And I will see you soon for our training session. Yes. I love you. Thank you so much. And we'll, I'll see you tomorrow. All right. See you then. Bye. Bye.